Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Fight fans, we welcome you into another edition of Inside Boxing Live. I am your host, Dan Canobio. Thank you so much for joining us again for another week of Boxing Talk. If you're watching us over on YouTube, thank you very much. Don't forget to subscribe to our page over at CompuBox TV. Also, check us out on iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and a review. And if you're watching over on the Fubo Sports Network, every single Thursday at 7 o'clock, you can catch this show on the Fubo Sports Network, which joins a long list of great programming that they're doing. They just got the MLB Network. I think ESPN is now on there. You can catch a lot of baseball games on there. NBA is in full swing, so Fubo Sports Network is doing great things for the cord cutters out there who want to save some save a buck and also get good content. So every single Thursday night, you can catch Inside Boxing Live on the Fubo Sports Network. Joining us on the show this week, he is the 168-pound champion from the WBC, David Benavides. He fights over on Showtime in a title defense that he won back in last September against David uh, Andre Durrell, I should say. He fights Romer Alexis Angulo, and we talked to David, who's one of the best interviews in boxing. I know a lot of media and a lot of boxing fans, even the haters on Twitter, have all come in unison and gotten behind David Benavides because he is the goods. This is a 168-pound champion at the age of 24. He had his past issues, one of the, the youngest champions in the history of the WBC, the youngest champions at 168. He had... And now he moves up, he had his issues, and now he is in full steam ahead now. You talk to him, and he'll bring up the names, Canelo. You don't have to poke him in order to get those names like Canelo Alvarez, Caleb Plant, even brought up Edgar Belanga. Yes, I know, Edgar Belanga uh, is only uh, you know, 10, 12, and 0 with all those first-round knockouts, but that is a big fight that can happen down the road. That's the thing with D- David Benavides, is he knows that the big fights are down there, or coming up the line. He knows what is in store for him if he keeps on knocking dudes out. He should do the same with Angulo. We talk about his defensive stats and the fact that he's become a father uh, very shortly. So a really good interview with David Benavides. Some upcoming fights this week. I told you that the August schedule was going to be jam-packed. But right in the middle of it, this upcoming uh, uh, weekend, we're going to see Carl Frampton and Mick Conlon in separate tune-up fights. That's coming over from Northern Ireland. That's going to be on ESPN+. Plus. Matchroom USA now has their first show since the pandemic. The Zone had their show with Golden Boy. The Zone is back with Matchroom USA, headlined by Cecilia Breakhouse, going over against Jessica Miss McCaskill. That is happening on the streets of Tulsa, Oklahoma. They're storming the streets. Uh, my man, Latin Snake and Todd Grisham are going to be hanging out in Tulsa, Oklahoma all week. That's a good fight. So we're seeing more and more fights happening in boxing. We're seeing the schedule move on. We don't know exactly what's going to happen in the months after September or when more of these dates open up. College football is in disarray. We're going to talk about that at the end of the show. But that's what we got coming up this week. As for the news and notes, a lot of news and notes, some good stuff and some sad stuff as well. I'll start off with the good. Vasil Lomachenko looks like he's going to take an additional pay cut. That's now two pay cuts, if you're counting at home, for Lomachenko to make the fight happen with Teofimo Lopez. We talked about this a lot last week with Karen Batia about how Teofimo was upset with the $1.2 million 
Lomachenko has taken a pay cut at 3.2. That's a pay cut underneath what he usually gets a four. He's going to take another one to make sure this fight happens. This is something we're going to be seeing a lot in boxing or hope to see in boxing if you want the best fights to happen. Lomachenko and Tiafimo Lopez is one of the best fights on the upcoming schedule. If they can come to an agreement here and concessions were made from top rank, concessions were made from each fighter, and now it can end up on regular ESPN... Or it ends up, worst case scenario, it ends up on ESPN Plus, which a lot of people already have. Or you can go get it for $6. I think they just raised their price. That is good for boxing. That is boxing putting its best foot forward. So hats off to, to, to Lomachenko. Hats off to everyone involved if this fight gets over the, the finish line. And I expect it to, that it will. A sad story. I wouldn't say sad, but it's sad because of, of my personal ties to DeBella Entertainment. Is Regis Progre and Lou DeBella have parted ways. This came across last night, or I should say uh, um, Monday night over on Twitter. Uh, looks like Regis Progre is going to go in a separate direction from uh, Lou DeBella. Lou, uh, he had Regis for a long time. He took a chance. Even you, you know, Regis said it himself. He took a, uh, Lou took a chance on me. And uh, when no one else wanted me, and he built me up into a world champion. And you go over to Lou's side of things. He says, I will always believe in the talents of Regis Progre. So it's nice to see that they split on good terms. So many of these splits between managers, trainers, it gets so ugly and it gets so toxic and it gets just, just nasty. But it's really nice to see that these two have split on good terms and now the story goes to where Regis Progre is going to go. From what I'm hearing, he's going to take a, at least one fight with PBC. He's going to fight a, somewhat of a tune-up fight and potentially go for Broner or potentially... Go back to the negotiating table as a free agent. I think the ball is in, is in Regis's court for a number of reasons because he's a 140 pounder and he's a 147 as well. He's going to eventually move up to 147. Right now he's at 140. Those are two of the best divisions in boxing right now, especially 147. There's a ton of names with the PBC. If he decides to go with top rank, he can maybe get a Bud Crawford fight. He can maybe get a rematch with Josh Taylor. He can maybe get the winner of Josh Taylor and Jose Ramirez should they fight. There are a lot of intriguing names there too. I had Tiafimo Lopez on this show last month. He's eventually going to move up to 140. Regis Progate versus Tiafimo Lopez. Kind of like that one. So I think Regis Progate is in a very good spot uh, depending on where he wants to go. So it's also nice to see uh, him part ways uh, and do it with a lot of class between him and Ludabella. Finally, some more good news. Ryan Garcia and Luke Campbell looks like they have come to agreement. Their purse bid did. Uh, there was no need to, to go to a purse bid. They wrapped it up, or they looks like they are coming to the finish line between uh, Garcia and Luke Campbell. They're looking at November, and the fight is either going to happen in the U.S. or the U.K. A lot of these promoters are holding out hope. There's going to be crowds, so they are saying the right things. And in November, maybe we have crowds in November. Maybe it's in the U.K. Maybe if things get better here in the U.S., we'll have fans in the crowd. I don't think it's going to stop the fight from happening, but that's extra revenue that promoters, fighters all want. So the biggest thing here is that Ryan Garcia and Luke Campbell will be fighting in November. And as for Ryan Garcia, he had no choice but to take this fight. He turned down a lot of different fights. He turned down a lot of big fights. And now he called out Luke Campbell. He got it. So shout out to Ryan Garcia for putting his money where his mouth is. That should be a really good one on the zone. And I think that will get subscribers up. Uh, much needed subscribers up over on the zone. When we come back on the next, on the opposite side of things, we'll be sitting down with David Benavides. He fights this Saturday on Showtime. Okay, let's bring in the WBC super middleweight champion of the world, David Benavides, coming to us from the Mohegan Sun in quarantine life, living over there in the hotel. What's it been like so far? What's been the biggest challenge through these last couple months 
of getting through the pandemic and now at Mohegan Sun finally getting back into the ring must have been a whirlwind last couple months. Hey, what's up, guys? You know, first first of all, I want to give you guys a thank you for inviting me on the show. And um, yeah, man, you know, um, you know, it's 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 been you know it hasn't really been easy. You know, everything has been a little bit different even since even the fight week. You know, we're usually used to getting to the hotel and you know maybe moving around. You know, going to run at the treadmill. You know, go to the gym a little bit. But now we've been in the room. You know. <laughs> fairly all day so we kind of had to make some adjustments you know so we have a little uh they got me a suite so we just we moved around in the room a little bit did some boxing training you know so um we're just trying to stay loose but you know other than that the weight's looking good you know i'm ready for the fight you know i've been training you know i trained extremely hard had almost three months of training camp so i'm just ready to defend my title so the main eventer gets the suite. That's that's how it goes over there in Wahiganson. I like that. Yeah, I feel like I pay my dues, man. So you know, I finally I finally got to the to the to the place where I deserve it. You know what I mean? Um, I always looked up. You know, I've I've paid my dues. You know, I've been professional almost eight years now. This is my my like third time getting the suite. You know, so I feel like I'm doing my job. You know, I feel pretty good, man. But um, nothing nothing has came easy. You know, I've worked extremely hard to get to this point. So I feel like I deserve it. Right, you brought up your age. You've been professional for a long time, and. You know, it's funny, we talked about this last time we had you on, and it's it's the, the next generation of boxers, the, the best young fighters in the game under age 25. I know ESPN, uh, you know, had you at a very high spot, but when you talk to boxing fans, they don't leave you out because they don't think that you're worthy. It's just like, they don't think of you as a young fighter because you've been around for so long. Does that bother you at all when they list the, the young fighters, like the Ryan Garcias, the, the Devin Haney's, the Teofimo Lopez and go up and down? But I always say, why isn't De David Benavidez on, on, your, on, you know, on that list? You know, it, I, it really doesn't bother me. I just feel like they kind of forget, you know what I mean? Um, I won my, my WBC title at 20 years old. You know, I won the second one at 22 years old. You know, nobody else has done that. You know, so I feel like I've done a lot of things. I've accomplished a lot of things these young fighters haven't accomplished. But, you know, but I'm not a hater either. You know what I mean? There's a lot of great fighters, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and I am just feel like I feel grateful to be a part of these young, great fighters. Um, you know, I think what sets me apart from all these other dudes is that I didn't really have an amateur background like that. You know what I mean? The way I earned my spot and the way I earned everything I had is because I fought, I fought some good fighters. You know, I fought top opposition, mm -hmm. you know, since I was young, you know, since I was 18 years old. And I, I, I think a lot of people didn't really think I was going to last, you know what I mean? But I feel like out of the experience and, you know, everything, I've, I've worked extremely hard to get here. You know, I'm not going nowhere. Who's your favorite young fighter of all the guys that are around today? Um, there's a couple, man. To be honest with you, I like I like uh, Ryan Garcia a lot. I like Teofimo Lopez. And I like Devin Haney. I yeah. think all those guys are extremely good. Yeah, it's a great time to be a boxing fan. And I think the next 10 years are going to be electric. If we get all the fights that we want. You've never shied away from calling out the big names or acknowledging the big names. I know you're going to be asked a lot this upcoming week and after this fight about a, a fight with Caleb Plant, a fight with Canelo Alvarez. Uh, there's other names throwing in the mix. I think you're in a great spot right now. 168 pounds, one of the more fan-friendly fighters. Obviously, you love doing interviews and you're good with the media. It's like a, the perfect storm. I think you go on Twitter and there are a lot of trolls on Twitter, but I think everyone is in unison that they love David Benavides. Do you, do you take extra, you know, do you, do you like that? Or, and, and some of the bigger names in the sport that come along your way, big fights are on the way. You know, I just feel like, you know, I'm in a great position because the 168 division is fire hot right now. You know what I mean? There's a lot of great fights to be made and I'm in a great position right now. You know, to be honest, I think the fight that's probably going to get made, you know, as soon as Caleb Plant. You know, I just got to go in here and take, my, take care of my business. You know, I think the fight will proceed maybe next year, sometime around that. I don't think Canelo or, or Callum Smith is going to happen anytime soon. I think the best fight right now, and I honestly, I think this is the most exciting fight for me, 
you know, in the division right now is me and Caleb Plant. You know, a lot of people have been wanting to watch this fight happen. You know, but with all due respect, I got to take care of my opponent this Saturday. You know, he, he looks like a hungry guy. You know, it's every time a fighter, you know, fights for a world title his first time, you know, they come in extremely hungry. So it was my job to train like the challenger. You know what I mean? So, you know, I'm not overlooking Romer Angulo, but after this fight, you know, I want to get I want to get any big name in there, you know, but I got to take care of my job this Saturday. Right, and Gulo certainly deserving. Had a big upset to get the shot at you. But you bring up KO Plant, and, you know, if you take a look, you know, type your name into the Google searches, and you just be around a lot of boxing uh, talk, is that in addition to this title defense, you have another title defense that was supposed to be in line. You probably would have been fighting that right now. That's against Yildirim. Is that still in place, or can you hop over that and maybe get that unification with Kayla Plant that everyone wants to see? Um, you know, we'll, we'll definitely see that. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, I'll definitely, I got to take care of my job first, but, mm -hmm. you know, um, and win the Saturday. But I think if the fight makes sense, then maybe we'll take the unification fight. The only reason I'm not fighting Ildrum right now is because he got hurt when I was supposed to fight him in April. So, you know, I had to, you know, I had to take the, you know, the guy had to step up. There was a couple names up there that had a, that, that I was supposed to fight. I was supposed to fight, um, What's his name? What's that? What's that dude's name that I was supposed to fight? The one that fought Miguel. Which guy? Is Caleb that? Truax. Truax, Caleb yeah, Truax. Minnesota guy. I was supposed to fight him. I was supposed mm -hmm. to fight Lonnie, and none of those guys, Lonnie, Lonnie B, the guy that beat Uskateki. Yep. But none of none of those guys wanted to take the fight, so that's why you know Romer and Gulo came in. You know, just out of respect to keep, you know, he was the only guy that came up to the plate before the fight got the fight got canceled because of the pandemic. You know, that's why this fight's still going on. That's why I'm not fighting Ildrum. Mm -hmm. You know, so um. I don't know if the fight makes sense, then we'll probably take Caleb Plant first or, you know, if they, you know, if they want me to fight Ildrum, you know, because he's been, he's been mandatory since that fight with Anthony Durrell and right. that was what, last March. So I don't know, he's been wanting to fight, you know, but, you know, he got injured, so I don't know what's going to happen, um, but definitely I got to. I got to stay focused and first beat Romer and Gulo, and then we'll see what happens from there. Yeah, Yildirim hasn't been active. He hasn't been in the ring for a while. If he goes straight to you, that's that's going to be tough for him. But fans want to see the Caleb Plant unification. There's another name that's hopped into the 168-pound division, not really exactly on your level just yet. Edgar Belonga, New York City guy, knocking people out. I know you've touched on, on this name, too. It's a name that a lot of fans bring up, and I, I put it on Twitter that I'm going to have you on the show today. Fans started saying, man, Berlanga versus Benavidez one day down the road. That would be fire. You know, Mexican-American versus Puerto Rican. The rivalry is there. What are your thoughts on what Edgar Belonga has been doing in your weight class? That would definitely be a great fight. You know, I've had my eye on him. You know, he's a great fighter. You know, he's an exciting fighter, so definitely... If you know if the fans want to see it, then I'm all up for it. You know, my when I got into the game, I wanted to fight all the best fighters, and I wanted you know nobody in the world to have a doubt that I'm the best fighter. You know what I mean? So if if they they want me to if they want to see me fight him, and if I gotta beat him, then that's what it has to be. You know, my I'm such a competitor that I I want to fight the best. It doesn't matter who it is that you know. As long if they think they can beat me, then that's who I want to fight. You know what I mean? So if we get a fight with him later down in the future, then that's what it's gonna be. Man, think about that one day. You got fights with Caleb Plant, Canelo Alvarez, Edgar Belanga. If he does his thing, that's a and, lot and of big money. Just, and then you got that you got that new guy that just came in, that that Cuban guy. You know that just oh, won the title on 168 yeah. too. Um, the, what's his name? David Morrell. Yeah, so he did. There's a lot of great fights to be had. To have. I feel like this is probably the best 168 has ever looked. Right. There's one so much fighters there. You know what I mean? So I mean, um. This, it, it, it doesn't matter. As, as long as, you know, I get, there's a lot of great top opposition there, you know, so all I got to do is get, 
by this guy, you know, and then we get, you know, we, we get to one of these big fights, you know, I mean, it doesn't matter, you know, I'm ready for anything else. Yeah, that's the attitude that fans like to hear, and the difference between when guys just say that they want everyone, but I think that a lot of fans actually believe that you want to take these fights, that's the thing, that's the difference, I, I believe, just from watching from a distance, that you actually want these big fights. Yeah, it's because, you know, when I was younger, the guys I looked up to, you know, uh, Marco Antonio Barrera, Oscar De La Hoya, all these guys, you know, by the age, you know, I'm about to be 24 this December, so we got to take a chance, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I think when, you, when you're up there, you got to take a chance just to prove you're great. You know, all these all these legends, you know, they had they were fighting guys in their primes by 23, 24, mm -hmm. 25. So if I want to go down in history like that, I got to follow the same footsteps. Right. You know, there's, yeah. you know none, none of these fights are going to be easy. But that's how people know that you're going to be the best by proving you're the best. I don't want to just keep fighting, you know, um, you know, people that they're saying, oh, yeah, he's supposed to be him. You know, oh, yeah, he's going to be him. You know, I want to fight those guys that is going to be like when, when I'm going to fight him and to be like, oh, it's going to be a 50-50. It's going to be a great fight. And I still come out on top. Those are the type of fights I want. Right. There's such a short window for boxers to, to maximize their worth, maximize every last dollar, stay in their prime as, to, as well. And you're in that right now. Also... Going to be a father, soon to be. The, another Benavidez will be in the world. I, I watch baseball on Mike Trout since his uh, son came into the world. He's hit five home runs in his last six games. I call that dad strength. Are you looking forward to yeah, dad strength? Man. That's a scary thought to think of. You already knocked dudes out uh, on a fight-to-fight -fight basis. Now you're going to have some dad strength on top of that? Wow. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, a, whole, it's a whole different layer of motivation. You know, you know what I mean? Um, before, I was just kind of doing it for myself and my career, you know, my family. And now, you know, it's, it's a whole different level now that I got a little boy coming uh, coming into this world, you know. And especially since, you know, I'm having them so young, you know. Um, I think by the next 10 years, you know, I want to have them right there ringside, you know, watching awesome. them, you know, so, uh, so he could watch me win these fights. So, you know, I'm even more motivated. I want him to say by the time I'm done that, you know, my dad was one of the greatest boxers of his generation. So that's definitely the motivation now. That's awesome. That's great. Um, congratulations to you. Uh, but taking a look at your defensive numbers, you want to keep some longevity. You want to see your son one day uh, watch you fight at ringside. And part of that is not getting hit. Part of that is, is, is having a nice long career. And you know that we crunched the numbers over at CompuBox. And we've seen two sides of David Benavides. Over 10 fights. Your first five fights over your last 10. The first five you were getting hit 40% of the time. Your last five fights, you're only getting hit 29%. And that's a really big drop-off. Can you please talk to us about your defensive numbers and how much emphasis you've been putting on that uh, in the gym? Well, you know, in, there's a lot of things that I do in the ring, especially my defense, I feel like is underrated. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It definitely, if you're in close range, you're going to get hit with some shots, but you know how to roam, you know how to put your hands up just at the right time. I feel like sometimes it looks like I'm getting hit, but I'm really not. Right. You know what I mean? I'm, my, my gloves are deflecting a lot of them. But that's just what it has to be sometimes. Sometimes you have to get inside. You have to take a chance, you know what I mean, to, to create some offense for yourself. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. That's why a lot of people like me because I'm in there. I'm taking the chance, you know, because I want to create an opening for myself. I can't just fight outside the whole night. I can, but if I want to go in there and get the knockouts, I have to take a chance. You know, so I feel like, you know, I've been working a lot on the inside. You know, I've been trying to block a lot of the shots. You know, sometimes you have to block two just to give one, but that's, you know, it's going to be a counter. So there's some, it's sometimes it's, it's things that people don't understand. You know, if you've been in the gym long enough, that so there's things that are necessary you have to do to get the shots you want to get off. Yeah, I mean, if you take a look at the numbers, they're, they're illustrated right there. And that's, that's a big drop-off, especially, you know, as a young fighter like yourself, you've been in the ring for a long time. But 
to, to work on defense and to actually go through with it in the in the ring is two different things. I'm sure you know that as well. Guys will say, I'm going to work on my defense. I'm not going to get hit. I'm going to box more. Then they get into the ring and they go back to what they were brought up on, and that's brawling. It looks like you are now maturing into a complete fighter at the perfect time at age 24. Yeah, definitely. It's just an evolution of fighting. You know what I mean? You got to, throughout the years, you have to learn. You know what I mean? If you're doing the same thing you did five years ago, then, you know, it just doesn't make no sense and you won't mature in the boxing. Yep. Especially now, like you said, it's the perfect time to mature in my boxing style because mm -hmm. I'm fighting better fighters. You know what I mean? A lot of these fighters know what they're doing and they're they're great mm -hmm. fighters. They've been professional. Most of the guys I'm fighting are way older than me. <laughs> you know strange. what I mean? Like, I think this is the second guy I'm fighting that's almost 10 years older than me. Mm -hmm. Darrell, was, Darrell was, what, 11? This guy's probably 13 years older than me. So all these guys have their man strength, you know? I still don't have my man strength, but it's, I just feel like it's amazing to me that I'm still going in there. You know, I'm still stopping these guys. I'm still hurting them. You know, I'm cutting these guys. I'm beating them up bad. So that's that says a lot about me. And you know, that it doesn't matter I, how old they are from, uh, uh, how old, how much older they are than me. You know, or how much more experience they have than me. You know, I've been in the ring. You know, I've paid my dues too, and I know exactly how to take advantage of a situation so that's exactly what i'm gonna keep doing and i'm gonna, I'm gonna keep grinding until i get to the top you might not have that man strength but you got that dad strength david benavides yeah. how are you gonna spend the next couple of nights you're gonna be in that suite you're gonna watch some nba netflix what do you do to, to pass the time in this unusual times just probably watch a little bit of tv man um probably watch some nba like uh, who's playing tonight <laughs> I, I, you know what? I've been watching. I've been following a lot of the baseball. I'm a big Yankee fan. I'm going to start to transition okay. into more NBA because the playoffs are starting. To, who do you think's going to win the, yeah. the title? Who do you like for, in the title? The Lakers or the know, favorites? I like, I like Los Angeles, man. I feel like they're doing really good. Yeah. But you know, I'm, I'm more, I'm more of a Clippers fan. You know, I like Kawhi. You know, I like Kawhi. So you know, since he's with the Clippers, I feel like him and Paul George are great teammates. They're looking really good right now. But you know, I think LA might. You know, um, uh, Los Angeles might take it this year. Right, I have to agree to you there. Lakers, someone from LA is going to win, whether it's Lakers or the Clippers. So, uh, yeah, yeah. There it is, David Benavides. Uh, best of luck to you in your fight upcoming this on Saturday. Glad to get you back on the show in the future. Keep doing your thing, my man, and we'll we'll catch up with you soon. All right, thank you guys. You guys have a nice day. Who's better than David Benavides? I mean, what an interview. The guy just gets it. Been a pro for a really long time. Loves doing interviews. Loves doing media. Loves knocking people out. I expect big things for David Benavides, and it starts once again uh, this Saturday over on Showtime. Check that out. You better get your DVRs ready for this Saturday. There's a lot of fights on the schedule. Uh, ESPN Plus, you don't really need a DVR for that. I'll take that back. You can watch Conlon and Carl Frampton fight over on ESPN Plus. The Zone, you know, also don't need a DVR for that. I'm just, just aging myself with the DVR reference. But a lot of boxing on the schedule uh, coming up this Saturday. As we are taping to do this show, the news just broke that the Big Ten is suspending all football for the fall. And I know a lot of people think that this could be a really good thing for boxing. I don't exactly see it that way. Overall budgets are going to be slashed. Those ad dollars that come in for college football, those trickle down to boxing, and that's not going to be the same thing for, for boxing uh, in, in terms of ad dollars and how much money they can, or, or budget dollars and how much money they can put into boxing over on ESPN and Fox. Also, less promotion or, or less opportunities for cross-promotion. We saw this with the Super Bowl. Uh, they, they promoted the Wilder Fury match. We see this every single Saturday in a big college football matchup. They usually preview an upcoming top-ranked card over it's on Fox. They preview an upcoming PBC card. That's not going to happen this fall. That drives ratings. That's really good for boxing. And 
and you're not going to get that with with college football and and lastly it's just less overall interest in sports you're seeing this the ratings in, in boxing the ratings in baseball and the ratings in, in nba are not where people thought they were going to be there's less interest in sports right now because they don't believe even when they come back that it's legit i think that's going to trickle down into boxing and you're going to continue to see that too so college football being canceled not the greatest thing for boxing but i will remain positive and we will see you next week thank you for joining us on another edition of inside boxing live Thank you.